Hello, and welcome to the Authentic Calm Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Agadoni, and this is your space, your space for cultivating your authentic calm, your unique state of restful ease. As a holistic pursuit, it's not just the spiritual notion of peace or even a woo-woo state of euphoric emptiness. No, authentic calm speaks to the state of your nervous system, the pace of your mind, your thoughts, the expression of your emotion. This is really about the journey back to the true you, the healthy you, the balanced you, the you you were created and intended to be. On this podcast, you will hear from guests just like you, attempting to find their own authentic calm in the chaos of pursuing their passions. You will also hear from experts whose work aligns with the pursuit of authentic calm. And then finally, the occasional solo episode from yours truly to bring in some of my own expertise around the subject. perfectly figured out. But I hope that as we move through these episodes, you will feel encouraged, expanded, and educated by the conversations. Thanks for listening in, my friend. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back, my friends. Today is an incredible episode. We are diving deep into the topic of man-made frequencies. Now, this is very relevant. A lot of you know that 5G is rolling out, and I've received a lot of questions around this. There's a lot of uh, paranoia and fear, and so I wanted to bring this conversation forward by inviting on a very informed and authoritative figure on this subject. So, We're going to be diving into 5G, electromagnetic radiation, non-native EMF, uh, radio waves, microwaves, cell phones, cell phone towers, tablets, all of the above, and how it can impact our human biology as well as the earth around us. So as you know, if you've been following this podcast for a while, our focus here is cultivating this state of unique restful ease within our body and our mind and with our body that speaks to our physiology with our mind that speaks to our thought patterns and our emotions and there can be things within our everyday that block or prevent us from cultivating this and that often looks like the very simple explanation of living in a state of alarm versus a state of calm and the state of alarm speaks to that state of emergency or what we might call fight or flight, but it's where our body is focusing on surviving. And then there's that state of calm where our body is focusing on resting. It's able to digest properly, meaning it absorbs all the nutrients you eat. It's able to detox properly, meaning it gets rid of all the toxins you encounter in your everyday. And it helps you to rejuvenate and prevent disease. So obviously, we want to be living mostly in that state of calm. But 
Things like man-made frequencies can keep us in a state of alarm. And so today we're going to dive into how this happens, why this is something that we need to focus on, and really walk through the options. Because this topic tends to be very polarizing. I find that you either arrive in a camp of denial, which is often truly has a root of overwhelm, or in a, in a camp of paranoia, which often has a root of fear. And that camp of denial usually looks like someone saying, Jesse, I'm just trying to raise my kids. I'm just trying to push my business forward. I am so busy. I don't have time to think about this. I love modern technology. Don't tell me that it's hurting me. I just, I can't deal. And so that can turn into labeling this conversation or topics around these things as conspiracy theories because it's easier to just call it that, right? Then you don't have to deal. And then there's the other extreme of what I mentioned of that paranoia from fear of, I, you know, am scared of my phone now. I want to go live in a cave or at least off the grid. And and what are all the protective tools, Jesse? I've been listening to every biohacker and, and gaining all the tools and trying my best to just protect myself. And uh, oh my goodness, guys, I've been in both camps. <laughs> I've taken turns running between them. But you've got to know that there's an in-between. There is a middle ground. And today, that is what we are focusing on. That is all about cultivating your state of authentic calm, the restful ease in body and mind in the midst of this modern world, amidst the modern technology. I do not believe in running away from this. Most of us live in suburban or urban settings and it's impossible to escape. So we need to learn how to live within it in an educated and practical manner. And so today I invited on Dr. Mindy Beck, a naturopathic physician and the co-founder of a company called Umatrix. She is incredibly informed on this topic and she'll be walking us through her own personal journey of how she arrived at this balanced perspective she'll share and um, she'll be breaking down for us the difference between what she calls artificial frequencies versus natural frequencies. She'll be talking about why some of us feel the impact of these frequencies while some of us don't. She'll be diving into why blocking is not the answer and offering us some beautiful practical and economical solutions. And my intent with this conversation is to leave you with hope, to know that there are options. And so let's dive in. This is the longest podcast I've ever recorded. (laughs) It's a solid two hours. So I invite you to get cozy and dig in deep with me or break it up. Maybe do one, two or three sessions, but I highly encourage you to finish the entire conversation so that you have a comprehensive understanding of this topic. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and start this conversation. So today I have with me Dr. Mindy Beck, and I'm so excited to have you on this podcast. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, Jesse. I'm so excited to be here. I cannot wait for you to hear her story and how she has found the most beautiful way to create 
that restful ease that we talk about on this podcast, that sense of calm in the body through some beautiful therapies and methods and even just a perspective on life. So I'm going to give you the floor, Dr. Mindy, and just have you tell us your story of how you got to where you are today and your journey and why you're so passionate about the work that you do. Man, do I give you my whole life story? Should I start with that? <laughs> you're welcome. Um, yeah, you're welcome. I think probably we'll fast forward to I'm a naturopathic physician, and I was I was practicing actually on my own for my first year and a half. And over that year and a half of seeing clients who were, you know, your everyday individual, a lot of them worked in the tech industry. Um, a lot of them just worked day, you know, desk jobs and just seeing how people were evolving in their illness. And I realized that there was a piece that was missing hmm. in what I had, um, learned. And I really wanted to, I wanted to capture that and run with it. And that piece was, I felt this huge draw to water. Oh, yeah. And so I sold everything I own <laughs> and I moved to Europe, right? Of course. That's oh, what you that's do. the best. And everyone is like, what are you doing? You have a student loan. You have all these responsibilities. And I was like, but I feel like I need to do this. So I went to Europe and I started working. I actually worked in a biodynamic dairy farm. Amazing. For seven weeks. I'm so jealous right now. You don't even know. It <laughs> sounds so incredible. I lived with the family. I got up at, you know, the crack of dawn and helped with the animals. I did not get to milk the cows, mm. unfortunately, because that's a very honored, like, oh. you have to actually, in the biodynamic tradition, the cows have to accept you and know that you're going to be around and they have a relationship. Oh. They have so, to feel safe with you. Absolutely. So I got to shovel their poo, but <laughs> <laughs> and feed them. They permitted that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and feed them. I got to play in the hayloft. That was mm. fun. But also, we had like a natural mountain spring. Oh wow! That they got to drink from, and we got to drink from. So, um, and then I, I just got to kind of live in that farm experience. Funny part is I grew up in Wisconsin and really never spent any time on a dairy farm. Really? Had to go to Switzerland to do it. Oh. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you're going to do it, that's where you should go anyway. Yes, so yes. it was beautiful. And I really appreciate that gave me an appreciation, first of all, for really eating from your surroundings yes. and utilizing, I mean, Wow. You know, um, we made yogurt straight, like straight from the cow. That's incredible. Yeah. And um, it was an amazing experience, rising with the sun, going to bed with the sun, and and living that life. And I realized that was a really tough life. I would leave it to the farmers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, eventually that I would like to have my own little farm, but yeah. um, have help. <laughs> so that was my first adventure in Switzerland. But what really drew me there is this practice in Europe that's hydrotherapy, so water therapies, mm. and spa medicine. 
So in Europe, spa medicine really, like, it's a specialty. To be a spa physician, it's like being a cardiologist, a gastroenterologist. It's a very specific um, place. And so I went around primarily in Germany, Czech Republic, Turkey, Hungary, and I worked, lived in spa hospitals Wow. Um, for a while and got to integrate with people there who were coming and actually living with the water and the therapies and, mm. and um, everything from the earth, including mud, peat, oh. and um, the water, the salt, the, um, and all of these things. And they had very particular contents of water and temperatures of water and I learned so much about water right water is the essence of life but Mm. we don't really understand what water is no especially not here in the states I feel like water is just related to oh just don't be dehydrated like that's all it's really connected to or if you play sports drink lots of it and it's really simplified down we don't understand how our body interacts with it, how much of us is made up of water. Wow. I love that there's more appreciation over there in Europe. Yes. yes. So I decided that I wanted to learn it from the source, mm-hmm. but be able to bring it home to the U.S. Yes. And so I learned some of these very old traditions, and a lot of them you can do for yourself, you can do for your family, like people practice this on themselves and they're relatively simple things. So Mm. I wanted to empower my patients to be able to take care of themselves. Yeah. So that was a big part of it. Mm. Um, and when I came back, I did start teaching it to, to students, um, med students and therapists. And then I started taking groups of students to some of the places that I had lived and worked and in Europe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be amazing. It was really wonderful. And and it, I just had this totally new appreciation, including that I used um, when I tore three ligaments in my knee, I ended up only using peat and water and a little bit of other things, but I didn't have any surgery and I did all my own therapy. What? Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Because mm-hmm. so. that's like an area that most people would say, oh, you have to go like to the ER for. Right. Be used water, peat, some mud. Mm-hmm. And what else? I did I did some uh, nutrition stuff. Yeah. As well. Incredible. Changed some things out. Just empowered your body to heal itself. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'll come back to that. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> As a, yeah, <laughs> how that ties into what I'm doing now. Absolutely. So oh let's let's fast forward. And um, several years after that, I started working with a very ill population mm. um, in primarily infectious, um, chronic infectious disease, Lyme disease yeah. being the primary one, mm. which really is a window to open to everything. all diseases, yeah. and it's linked to pretty much everything. And around 2009, 2010, I started seeing clients who, we knew they had Lyme or other infectious diseases, but they just didn't seem to be responding Mm. to treatment like they had been. They were blocked. They were stuck. And then one day, this 
patient who he'd um, been seeing in our clinic for, I don't know, a few months. She just drops into a seizure in our waiting room. How scary. It can be, yeah. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we were able to help her through it. But she didn't have a seizure condition. Hmm. She wasn't dehydrated. She didn't, um, you know, she had never had a seizure in her life. This started happening more regularly for her, and we, we eventually figured out that any time she was around somebody who was on a smartphone... Oh, yeah. She would have this reaction. So what is this? What, what's going on with a smartphone that's different than the previous versions of... The cute flip phone. Yes, the <laughs> cell phones and... The bricks. You know, all these things. And, and landlines and, you know. And, and then we started seeing other correlations with people if a Wi-Fi router was turned on. You know, migraines... Um, I had patients if they drove by cell towers and mind you, this is Seattle mm. and we were a few miles away from the Microsoft campus, the Google campus, okay, you yeah. know, so like Massive. high tech, high tech industries, um, and, and hilly. So, okay. So lots of cell towers being put up and, um, you know, I had a client who would go into panic tech when he would drive by cell towers. So, and of course everybody said, oh, they're just crazy. It's all in their head. It's in they their saw head. the phone mm. and so they went into a seizure. And, and this actually happened when they didn't even see the phone. Mm. So we knew it wasn't in their head. So I started doing research. Mm-hmm. What are all these artificial frequencies doing to our biology? Mm-hmm. And when I started looking at the correlations that people had been studying, primarily like in Europe mm-hmm. and Russia, mm-hmm. actually Russia being the most advanced in this, yeah. um, they were already seeing correlations between all, all the neurological conditions, behavioral conditions, mood conditions, uh, fertility issues. Mm. I mean, seriously, you name it, they were linking it to pretty much anything and everything. Cardiovascular, I mean. Wow. So that's when I realized that I had to find solutions. So what's the link with um, water? And like, why did I tell you that yes. story of going <laughs> off to Europe and mm. looking like a vagabond to everybody else and <laughs> studying water? Was it gave me that insight that I couldn't figure out why all my patients um, with these chronic infectious diseases were dehydrated. Oh, yeah. It's like, why? I mean, they're, oh, they're getting proper hydration. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, because we really stress this we were doing that all the time with people and Mm -hmm. talking about how you know you want to make sure that you get the proper minerals Mm -hmm. with your water and uh, again these are things we'll talk about but I I just couldn't figure it out and then there was this I realized or actually in a conference someone said the artificial frequencies corrupt water huh and everything like Everything that I had done in my life just started clicking. And I was like, well, that makes sense, right? If we're dehydrated. And then I started looking even past the hydrotherapies because those are, 
you know, generally outside of the body. But if you look at what is water's job mm-hmm. in our body, it's all about communication. Water has memory and it has the ability to pass information from molecule to molecule. And very specifically, I'd like to go into how it does yeah, that because I think that's do. really important mm-hmm. for people to understand. Um, so in water, right, it's oxygen and two hydrogen. Mm-hmm. And when I start talking about this, people are like, oh no, don't bring back the periodic table, please. <laughs> I don't want to go back to <laughs> high school chemistry. But those two hydrogen, right, mm-hmm. they have one electron. It's the most simple atom on the planet and the universe and it just so happens to be about 98% by volume of our universe. I believe it. So this little hydrogen atom with that one little electron (laughs) spinning and spinning and spinning on itself and spinning around the nucleus it has to do that. And for water to properly pass along information, that little electron has to keep spinning. And it spins closer to the nucleus, and then it lets off something called a biophoton. Really, Mm -hmm. this is just like, this is its energy. Mm. Okay? This is the difference between live and dead water. Mm. So we'll get into that. Yes. (laughs) So, and then it's supposed to go, supposed to spin back out to the periphery and recharge from its environment. Mm. Okay. And this is how water just works in and and outside of the body. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. So the the issue is, is that everything man-made, all of the artificial frequencies... They're two-dimensional, mm. okay? They do not spin. And when you, just to like clarify this, so for anyone listening that's like artificial frequencies, other terms for that are electromagnetic frequencies, right? Like EMFs, mm-hmm. electromagnetic radiation, EMRs. Are there any other terms people use for that? Yes, um, radio frequencies. Radio frequencies. There's probably quite a few not things out not there. Not natural. Wire, wireless. <laughs> wireless. Mm-hmm. Wireless frequencies. Mm-hmm. Um, microwaves. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Microwaves, definitely. Mm-hmm. So all of those are... Terms arti- yes. that are mean artificial frequencies. Right. Yeah. Okay. But also then we do have natural. And then we have natural frequencies. Yes. Okay. So we'll get into all of that. Yes. Pause. Go back to the water. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. (laughs) There's so So, much. (laughs) Yes, there's so much. So so when these artificial frequencies are bombarding us, right? Mm -hmm. We have so many sources of them now. And they are overwhelming our system because they are this two-dimensional wave that our body doesn't understand. And when your biology doesn't understand something, it puts up resistance to it. Because we're supposed to be interacting with 3D wave. Multidimensional. Multidimensional. Spinning. Spinning. Vortex. Okay. I mean, you can call it a lot like of different Earth. things. Like the Earth. Just everything spinning, everything's supposed to be. Yes. Okay. Everything so the 2D in... is just flat. Yes. 
Absolutely. Okay. And it's also like another language. Like if someone was speaking, yeah, mm-hmm. German or Spanish to me. Yes. <laughs> I give, yes, I give this example that I think kind of helps. Do you speak Russian? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> well, I don't happen to speak Russian either. <laughs> but if I did, and I know you don't, and I was telling you that there is something that's about to drop on your head, and you can't see me. I'm just telling you this, mm-hmm. right, from on the phone, let's say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that there's something about to fall on your head. You've got to get out of the way. You might understand that there's some kind of urgency, but you don't have a clue what I'm saying, and you, you don't know how to react, mm. right? Mm-hmm. 2D wave. Got it. So you don't have all the information. Right. So now, okay, okay. what if as I'm speaking in this foreign language that you don't understand, there's an instant translation mm-hmm. and now you know how to react, you know what's happening and you know how to protect yourself and get out of the way. Mm. Yeah, that's ideal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is essentially, you know, I'll come back to that example, but that's really how our technology works in order to help you okay so let's go back a little (laughs) bit more so now your your biology Mm -hmm. is speaking in this language of the spin okay with water with water with With everything yeah okay with everything okay and what are you comprised of primarily water water yeah what is our whole entire communication um, system, not just in our body, but around the globe. It's all water. It's all based in that. And in order, if, if the water is corrupted, right? Mm -hmm. So if the artificial frequencies are preventing the, the, the The little electron, yeah, a little electron from recharging itself. Now it can't actually pass information. from water molecule to water molecule. So you made this connection between all this tech that was rolling in Mm -hmm. or was there and the dehydration aspect that you were seeing in patients and then the reactions and the the illness that was presenting in multiple different ways for different people. You connected all of that and had a big aha moment, it sounds like. Yes. Wow. Wow. And then I started diving into it a little bit more. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. <laughs> I love geeking out on things. So. Oh, yes. So yeah. take us I, with you. <laughs> and, I, and I can't really take credit for it because this was really um, all came from the inventor that I'm now working with. Mm, okay. So but I, I kind of skipped a This is the part of your steps. journey. Yeah, yeah. So you are, the last part of your story was you were basically up in Oregon, I was Washington, in Washington, Washington yep. mm-hmm. and you were encountering this with patients Yes, and you were diving deep into this research, trying to be an amazing practitioner and figure out how you could help them heal, help them return to a state of health and wellness and what we call restful ease here, that state of authentic calm, right? Yes. And, and so you encountered this inventor. Mm-hmm. So it, I, my search had me meandering down many sh- different There's paths. many channels to go with in the healing yes. world, so I'm so sure. So I looked at a lot of different wow. products out there. Therapies, a lot of, yeah. Yes, all sorts of different things. And nothing really spoke to me as to how I could utilize it to truly help 
the body restore its natural ability to heal. And that's the key. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. I don't heal people. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> people heal themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And so I had to find something that was in accordance with that. And so fast forwarding over the next four years, I finally found throughout that I was hearing of this therapy slash tools. And then at this point I had moved to Santa Barbara and this doctor who I had been introduced to from New York, um, who had been using these tools calls me up and he says, Dr. Mindy, I'm coming to LA. <laughs> and I said, awesome. Cause I just moved down to Santa Barbara. So I'll be there. Perfect. So this was, um, mid February, 2014. Mm. And he started in that seminar. He started talking about a lot of these concepts and how these artificial frequencies were affecting us and what we could do about it. And, I was like, that's what I need to do because Mm. that is allowing the body to do the healing instead of trying to block Mm -hmm. these artificial frequencies, which by the way, if you try to block a a smartphone from getting a signal, Mm -hmm. it's just going to step up its power and produce more artificial frequencies. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> oh, but it's not. So the good thing is, is we can actually utilize yes those artificial frequencies to our benefit. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. So I was super, super excited. I said, this is really complex. So can you come, can you come to the place that I work in and can you teach more? Mm. And then this eventually got back to the inventor being Pierre Nicola. Pierre Nicola um, then through the course of that year even came to Santa Barbara and taught and I got to meet him. And um, in that first conference in um, February, I actually met the now CEO of U-Matrix, Patrick Marzen. And um, that again is a very long story, but, yeah. um, and we're going to have Patrick on as well. Cause he has a unique story as well to yeah. kind of dive into. So, yes, I'm excited for you to hear it from the French connection. Yes. <laughs> Give us like a little mini backstory on him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which it's phenomenal because at a very young age, he was already introduced to this concept of natural and artificial frequencies mm. because In France at the time, you had to serve in the military. And at the age of 18, he was placed on a team in the French Air Force that Mm. was tasked with finding solutions to protect the radar and telecommunications operators. Oh, because they'd already identified that it was unsafe. Correct. Wonderful. And when was that? What year? (laughs) 1961. So we've known since the 60s, 60s at least. 40s. 40s. Mm-hmm. But this is not beneficial to us. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the radar you know, and telecommunications operators were already displaying illnesses. And if they got ill, they weren't recovering like 
an average young man um, at the time should, right? Yeah. So um, he started looking into that a lot deeper, and he also studied applied physics and... You know, he, he studied the sciences and electronics and all of these different realms. And then in the 80s, he actually went back to school because back then the military was school. Yeah. Um, and he started studying um, health sciences. Hmm. So he studied all different healing modalities from conventional to very non-conventional. And... He started developing tools um, because this he had realized that really dehydration in water was the key. So oh. when I found out that Pierre's like whole take on this was through the water, and this was my whole you know historical yeah. background, everything of, like, of who what, you were, <laughs> yeah, your passion. Water was like, oh, our past must merge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm totally aligned. And I saw, I was like, okay, this makes complete sense to me. Mm. It is utilizing the body's natural ability to heal itself. If, if the body can access the right information, yeah. which is the natural Mm -hmm. electromagnetic radiation Mm, natural frequencies Mm -hmm. and it has the ability or the structure to utilize that information so that's the water Mm. and the physical structure Mm -hmm. Um, then you can heal Mm. now the issue became is that the artificial frequencies including electricity. I mean, so that's, these have been going on for a long time. Yeah. Um, they interfere and even block our ability to access those natural frequencies. Okay. So that I just have to pause you right there because that's massive. I mean, for us, our bodies are so incredible, right? And as you said, they yes. can self heal. They're made to self heal. That's how we recover from wounds, from the smallest things to the biggest things. Our body is conquering cancer, you know, every single day in a way. And yes, like absolutely. We're, and so we're always trying to bring our body back into homeostasis so it can be in that state of self-healing. And so what you're saying basically is that artificial frequencies, again, EMFs, EMR, all of those things mm-hmm. are full-on blocking us from entering into that state, that restful ease, that state of calm, that healing place. Yes. That's massive. (laughs) And that's something everyone's experiencing. All of us are encountering that on the day-to-day. And whether you live in a high-tech environment or not, it's present. It's in the world. It's here. Yes. And I know... there's really no place that you can go. You can't hide. No, you can't hide. And so instead of trying to and trying to put your head in the sand, Mm. what Pierre's uh, solution brings is that let's utilize that pollution Mm. use it as a carrier to bring the body the information that it needs oh and when you say so that's an interesting term too pollution Mm -hmm. so describing the artificial frequencies as pollution can you dive into that just a little bit absolutely so the artificial frequencies like i said are these two-dimensional 
And since the body doesn't recognize it, just like it doesn't recognize um, artificial chemicals, it doesn't recognize um, man-made metals um, or heavy metals, um, what does it do with that when we don't, when something is toxic or our body doesn't know mm-hmm. what to do with it? We store it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other fat very, tissue yeah, all over it the goes body. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, so these artificial frequencies then get stored, and this is another part in how it's creating this dehydration. Mm. But even more so, why we have coined it the bully toxin, they are interfering with our natural detox systems. Okay. So how is that? Ooh. So So it is a pollutant. Yes. Yeah, massively. Yes. It's blocking up the body. Yes. And it's blocking those other toxins from getting out. Like I said, chemicals oh. and heavy metals. and So it's, wow. That's so, why we call it bully toxin. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So it's, it's not just the impact of itself. It's then advancing the impact of other toxins, other pollutants. Yes. Okay, wow. And how does it do this? It does it through a multifactorial way. Um, one, again, right, we have have that water that's corrupted that can no longer recharge itself to be able to pass on information. Okay, so, so the water is dead. It is interfering with the cranial rhythm. So what mm. is the cranial rhythm? <laughs> Break it down. Uh-huh. It is the movement of the cerebral spinal fluid. That has to have, that fluid has to have a very particular rate and rhythm. In order to coordinate our diaphragms. And yes, spoiler alert, we have more than one diaphragm. But let's just talk about the actual abdominal diaphragm mm-hmm. that we uh, you know that we call the diaphragm. So the diaphragm has to have a very particular movement as well. Hmm. It has to like open and close kind of like a parachute, right? So when it's doing this, it mechanically drains every organ in our body. So it's working on the liver, the gallbladder, the spleen, the pancreas, the kidneys, the adrenal glands, all of our beautiful organs, <laughs> our, our bladder, our and our gonads. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they're not getting that mechanical drainage, then they're not able to process the toxins or function well. properly. right even just basic function wow okay and then even more so the diaphragm is pushing and pulling on the pericardium of the heart Mm. and we have to have a proper balance between the gases in our body and the fluid Mm. okay so when it's, and I'm sorry you here can't see the, the hand gestures <laughs> that I'm doing. She's doing some great imagery right now. <laughs> but if, Expansion and contraction of the diaphragm. <laughs> visualize it with me. Yeah. Yes. I'll take a deep breath with you. <laughs> and when it's um, pushing and pulling on the heart, it's also creating this proper movement of the blood cells. Mm. that are spinning okay spinning again spinning everything should be spinning through the arteries Arteries. and through the capillaries and um and so it really plays with the cardiovascular system as well 
Interesting. Okay. And I could dive really deep into this because then it also is, you know, the that's creating electric and magnet magnetism, so the natural electromagnetic, and our nervous system. Mm, yeah, it's a whole other layer. Yes. Yeah. How about we save that for another podcast? Yeah, another podcast. We'll be kind to you, listeners. <laughs> we're we're, gonna, we're brains and, exploding. <laughs> yes, we're gonna bring it back to you know the the um what are the key mm-hmm. issues yeah. so and of course what is that cerebral spinal fluid primarily made of water yeah right wow. so it all comes back to water and then there's one other component called the colloids oh yes this one i'm fascinated by i've heard a little bit about so yes dive in colloids simply put are um mineral minerals in a liquid suspension so colloids are the minerals that are in every fluid in our body Mm -hmm. very necessary minerals yes very natural minerals these aren't artificial things that we're supplementing or taking yeah and so those colloids have to line up in a particular orientation that should be uh, dictated by our the natural electromagnetic frequencies. Okay, so okay. back to the natural frequencies versus yes. artificial. Right. So we need the natural frequencies in order to have these... Colloids. Colloids to work properly. Right. So, and you can go and, and read about colloids. This is something, if you're interested, mm-hmm. you can read more about it, but... We break it down and actually explain what it is and why they're so important. Mm. And so those colloids are like the good old school bucket brigade. (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) Where it's like, okay, we got to put out the fire, so you need to hand the bucket to me, and then I'm going to turn around and pass it to the next Mm -hmm. person. Pass that bucket of water along. Yes. Okay. So if, however, let's say... Um, there's an artificial frequency that comes into play Mm. and that's much stronger than the very subtle natural frequencies. And I'm going to explain what those natural frequencies, what, what are they? Right. But this artificial frequency comes into play and now those colloids are subjected to that frequency, which is very powerful and they get distracted so no, now you're not getting the bucket passed and things start backing up and things are not flowing properly Okay. and you're not putting out the fire. Okay? So you lose all efficiency, you lose structure, you lose order. Yes. It becomes so you, chaotic. Absolutely. Those artificial frequencies are literally creating chaos in every molecule in our body. Marvelous. I'm remaining calm, but I cannot wait for you to share how we can deal with this. I know it seems super scary. And when I first started looking into this, it's like, oh my goodness, this is so overwhelming. It does. And how am I supposed to help my patients? Hmm. I mean, I was really just blown away. But when I started learning all of this and found out about the solution... I was like, oh my gosh, that's so simple. Well, everybody can do that. Yeah. Uh, so Good news coming. <laughs> yes. I always say, but don't worry, don't freak out. There's options. Yes, there's yeah. definitely. Oh. So um, what are 
natural frequencies. Mm -hmm. So we have an electric pole, which is in our ionosphere. Okay. okay? And then cosmos, mm -hmm. whatever terminology you want to use. Then we have our magnetic pole, which is of the earth. They are in different ratios. Like we are supposed to be getting information from the electric pole and the magnetic pole. So that's... Like earth is and we as beings on earth. Yes. Okay. That's how we every, function. This is literally the language of the biology. This is what makes everything thrive. Mm. Without that information, the body starts breaking down. Yeah. Okay. So remember, artificial frequencies are blocking our ability to access those mm. natural frequencies. Okay. So, um, so the breakdown begins. Yes. As and soon this as that breakage occurs. You know, the thing is, is it, it doesn't happen overnight, right? Yeah. And by it, breakdown, it's not like you're literally dismantling in the moment. It's more of just like cell by cell, the function reduces. Yes. And this is why a lot of people are like, well, I don't feel anything mm. when I yeah. am on my cell phone or I, I don't know what you're talking about with being sensitive to electromagnetic radiation. So this is really why we decided to teach about all these concepts and so that people yeah. can understand that just because you don't feel it, see it, taste it, um, doesn't hear mean it's it. not happening. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's just like these little drops in the bucket repeatedly, you know, mm -hmm. the one drop is not going to harm you it's just eventually there may be that one drop that makes the bucket spill over and this is mm. where disease can start oh and depending on how filled your bucket is already because if you like when you were talking about your clients that are your patients that had like Lyme disease like their bucket is 75 it's 80 maxed. 90 it's yeah maxed. They're, they've, they're already dealing with a lot of toxins and overgrowth and infections and all these things so they're quicker to spill over, whereas someone yes. that has maybe strong genetic patterning and lived in a really healthy environment when they were young and all of that, they're going to come through maybe fine. But question, yes. but would it impact, as I'm thinking, like next generation? So because I think food-wise, I know yes. how food impacts when you pass on. So even if you aren't maybe impacted by it, are your genes impacted by it? The DNA, is it shifted? And does that then impact the following generations? Simple answer, yes. Okay. <laughs> so we are shifting humankind right now, or we have been since it was first introduced. Right. Wow. Okay. With electricity. Interesting. A really good example of this was in the 1960s when they first started doing manned um, space ventures. Mm -hmm. The astronauts came back with abnormal bone deformation very quickly interesting and because other, of a disconnect from the earth or that yes and i'll explain exactly okay. why that is and so they you know they they study the astronauts when they come back to earth and they said oh well maybe it's because of lack of gravity and they quickly dismissed that as being the issue and they started looking at research of Schumann. So Dr. Schumann had been able to figure out and measure the Earth's frequency. Mm. So the, fre 
the earth has a frequency itself. Mm-hmm. But you also have to remember everything in nature is constantly changing. It is not a fixed frequency, mm. meaning like it does not stay. Like, it's not static. Yeah. yeah, it's not static at all. It's ever changing, but its parameter of change is very, very minute. Okay. So the parameters in which it has to stay, just like um, blood pH. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people know that your blood pH can't go above, and it's like decimal points, right? Mm-hmm. And it can't go below. Mm-hmm. It has to stay very much within a very small margin in order for you to be healthy. Yeah. So they they decided, okay, well, because the astronauts were displaced so far from the Earth, mm-hmm. they had lost um, connection with the frequency of the Earth. Uh. So they decided to create a... Schumann resonance oscillator. So a machine that recreated. Oh, the natural frequency? Correct. Okay. And they put that in the next. Artificial natural frequency. Oh, yeah. I exact, love that. Exactly. We and got I, this. <laughs> so I will come back to that point, actually, because <laughs> um, that brings up a whole other mm. point. And they didn't, they didn't have the issues that the astronauts didn't have the same issues as they had had prior hmm. to having this. So there this. was improvement. Yes, there was improvement. Now, if they had stayed up there for a couple of years, we probably would still see some shifting uh, and changing of their physical and their DNA. Wow, yeah. Why is that? It's because that oscillator was an unnatural frequency in the biological spectrum. And it wasn't able to probably have those same subtle shifts you were talking about. Exactly, and yeah. it wasn't dictated by the natural right ionosphere the and the okay. natural, um, you know, the natural electromagnetic pole and the, um, and the magnetic pole. Excuse me, the electric and the magnetic pole. Yeah. And how what, what's going on with those? Those are completely shifting as well, every nanosecond. So you have information that's coming to you from the environment every sub-nanosecond that's slightly different. And your body has to be able to get that information so that it can adapt to its environment. And when you can adapt, you can heal. This is part Mm. of that whole thing I was talking about with self-healing. You have to have access to the information. Not only do we have to have access to the right information... And know how to use that information. And that's the natural frequencies. Yes. Yeah. But we have to have access to the frequencies of where we are. So why mm. those astronauts would still have had issues eventually is because that frequency that they created in an oscillator was a fixed or static frequency, mm. not a always changing. It, in accordance to, you know, we have cycles. Yeah, I was going to ask, does this correlate to like when you say that shifts, are they seasonal shifts, are they... Seasonal shifts, I mean, look at, we have cycles within cycles within cycles. (laughs) Within, yeah, every day has a cycle, every minute has, like, yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. and in fact, um, that brings us back to the colloids and why those are so important. Mm. So the colloids have a orientation change 
every 20 minutes. So this is why... Like structure change? Well, yes, and they, how they're capturing and, and passing along information. So th think about another good, you know, besides the bucket brigade, another good example of this... <laughs> I love in, analogies. <laughs> ...in nature is the sunflower. Mm. So the sunflower, you'll notice that it will always try to stay perpendicular to the sun and Trying capture. Receive, capture those Because rays. it's capturing those natural frequencies. Unnatural oh. UV. Okay. So light frequencies in this case, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So the colloids are supposed to be tracking along like that as well with the natural electromagnetic oh. frequencies during the the day cycle. But when you in when you introduce the artificial frequencies they kind of go cool and like <laughs> I squirrel think, I was gonna say that squirrel. like a little pop just yes. squirrel 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 I, I, I oh. use that example actually all the time it's completely the the colloids are like little dogs and they go squirrel so this is why we have to restore the body's ability to access those frequencies in the time and the place in which you are we okay. cannot force the body we cannot force mm. information onto the body okay we can't replace it right we just have to we need to reconnect to the natural frequencies that are there from the earth mm -hmm. and resynchronize with them resynchronize refocus mm -hmm. realign yes literally realign <laughs> literally yeah so okay oh, wow well how do we do that yeah. If we're being bombarded by all these artificial frequencies all the time, mm -hmm. like that's where people get really overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. They get really scared. This whole thing about 5G. Oh, oh yeah. We got to go into that. Yes. I had a, a guy who I know, and we're based out of Tampa, Florida, right? Mm -hmm. And um, this guy's a contractor and just ran into him randomly at a store. And he goes, because he knows what we're doing. Yeah. Kind of. And he goes, what about this 5G thing? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like terrible and it's doing this and that. And we're like, it's okay. It's okay. We have solutions. So, and in fact, how instead of trying to beat it, right? Because if, if we can't block it, mm -hmm. right? Technically, if we were to block it, your cell phone wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. your whatever yeah. wouldn't work it wouldn't work yeah technically <laughs> or we don't want to redirect it because who are we redirecting it to yeah. our dog our child our neighbor yeah you know um and we really can't absorb it so instead let's utilize the law of thermodynamics where nothing is created nothing is destroyed everything is transformed I love that. Transforming it. And that's so needed because I I think, I mean, to speak specifically to 5G, but really any sort of modern progression, um, instead of being afraid of it or running away, or I think the big thing right now, I mean, we just had the 5G global protest day, right? Instead of, I mean, bless you, you know, for going out and bringing awareness. That's wonderful, but it's here, you know, like yes. you can't stop this. This is the forward progression. So how do we mm -hmm. move forward? How do we, yes, utilize it, transform it. Yeah. And instead of being scared of it or trying to yeah, fight it, yeah. let's use that energy to actually embrace it and utilize it. So this is what 
we this is what we do at Umatrix. We um, take that artificial frequency that's again it's not spinning Mm -hmm. we use it as the carrier Mm. to allow the access to the natural frequencies by putting it through a series of vortexes okay so Mm. this is what for instance what the umatrix 5g does on the back of your phone it's yeah. now using those artificial frequencies is just a portal. It is not forcing any information. It's merely allowing for the expression of the natural frequencies all around you. So now your body can have access to them. Okay, so I have to pause you because I've had the privilege of seeing all of your beautiful tools. So just for those listening, what she's talking about is this incredible, I I hate using the word sticker because it's like not a sticker. And we it's, used to say that's a swear word. You got to put a quarter in the jar. It's not it's, that. Yes. It's, it's this beautiful patch that you can adhere to the back of your you phone. You can adhere to the back of your phone that is incredibly high tech <laughs> and my, it's just incredible. And it just goes right on the back of your phone, super easy. And it creates this portal. So mm. My mind, I'm very visual, so what Mm -hmm. I'm picturing is that when I don't have that, I have all these artificial frequencies coming in that are basically (laughs) squirreling me. (laughs) Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I'm, you know, my body's in chaos internally at the cell level. Perfect. And I'm, so I'm just in the swirling world, and then the matrix comes in. I put it on my phone. I'm holding my phone, and instead of adding to the chaos. It's either creating an eye in the storm or it's just opening up a gateway for me to be able to see clearly through all the chaos and be able to reconnect. Because outside, because I'm thinking it sounds like almost like a hurricane around me, right? Right. The matrix allows me to then be able to receive those natural frequencies and then know where I am now on the earth. And how you're supposed to adapt to that situation. Mm. So, you know, I mean, you can, there have so many different analogies. Oh yeah. Cause then you can actually detox properly and you can respond like your organs are functioning properly and oh yeah, it fully turns you back on. Right. And then the other thing is that people then get overwhelmed. Okay. So I've got my phone protected, but you know, my neighbor doesn't have their phone protected. Mm Um, you know, and I've got this Wi-Fi router and I've got this cell tower down the street and, you know, and people start going into that. Yeah. Like, oh, protect me. And <laughs> even though there are solutions for many of those things, um, that work in the same science and concept. Now that you have your phone protected, it is all, it is almost like creating a bubble of harmony mm. of harmonious frequencies around you that you're you have access to so your your phone becomes a portal to that so wherever you're so anywhere i take my phone so instead of because before this i was like keep my phone away from me turning it on airplane mode at night i was i didn't want my phone anywhere near me i never would take a a call at my head you know i was always like keep it away from my brain right and now i don't have that fear anymore because instead it's actually like a blessing it's actually a gift because it's actually reconnecting me to my natural environment right and you just removed the drop right so maybe it's just removing that Mm, drop and getting restoring some of the access that your biology needs in order to prevent you from going down yes yeah oh 
So just by doing that, that one act, you're doing yourself a great service, not only yourself, but you're doing, you're doing your family, your pets, your, your neighbors, a service. So am I technically giving you a portal as well through my phone? Yes, and it just so happens that I have my you phone have we have many. next to me. And there are other phones in this environment that are also protected. So it's not one plus one plus one equals three. It They exponentially work off of one another. Mm. So now it's not just your little bubble and this little and my little bubble, our little bubbles create Work a much together. larger bubble. Oh, so we're impacting my neighbors right now. We're impacting people that walk by. That would mean that we can create enough of a harmonious reconnection that that people people who don't even have this technology can also then access those natural frequencies. Wow. Now, even even beyond that, the earth Mm. Let's talk about the earth a little oh, bit. Oh gosh, I know. So uh, she needs uh, our help. I mean, most most people are concerned about the earth and the environment mm-hmm. and human impact. And I know this may come as a bit of a shocker, but the the artificial frequencies are more detrimental than things than like even carbon emissions. Carbon emissions, absolutely. Because this is preventing the earth itself from detoxing properly and from um, having access to the information it needs in order to regulate. So, you know, self but really self-regulation, right? We have to be able to regulate. The earth has to be able to regulate. We, as an individual, are just merely a reflection of the the earth and the earth of us and the universe. I mean, we are all um, systems within systems that function off of these natural frequencies. Wow. So if we can create this network through our phones, right? Everybody's Mm -hmm. freaking out about 5G. (laughs) Like, ooh, let's use it. Yeah. Let's How use about it. instead of, you know, like, so we have these satellites out there already. So And for those of you that don't know, explain that a little bit. Okay. So there is a satellite network that is, has already been launched out into our atmosphere and around the globe um, to roll out the 5G mm-hmm. cell phone protocol. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's already there. It's already there, y'all. It's happening. (laughs) So, you know, you may not have a 5G antenna in your neighborhood Mm -hmm. um, or in your community, but you're still getting bombarded by the 5G frequencies. So, and I think, because you had this question earlier, okay, so I've got 5G, so people are talking about 5G, but there's 5G for the cell phone. So, that actually means fifth generation of cell phone network protocol. So um, most of the country and the most of the world is are still in 4G LTE. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was just like a subsection of 4G of the fourth generation. Mm-hmm. Like a mini upgrade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Apple's products. Just yes. mini upgrade, yeah. But now we're going through full-blown 
upgrade into to 5G and Next um, yeah. and then there's the the 5G and in your um, Wi-Fi router wireless yeah yes, yeah yeah your wireless uh, router that is five gigahertz which is different yes which I didn't know yes so I learned something new today so that's just the bandwidth yeah so that's the speed mm-hmm. although 5G you can think of it this way is that it is a massive amount of information now there are artificial information yes there's disputes as to exactly how much information that actually is Mm -hmm. but um let's just say we're exponentially trying to push more information artificial information through the um the network um, then we were with 4G LTE. So, yeah, through the matrix, basically. Yeah, so again, like I said, 1 plus 1 does not equal 2. So if we have now, instead of 5 billion cycles per second, which, you know, that's an average for the 4G LTE, um, that's... Think of that information moving very, very quickly. Rapidly, yeah. Yes. Now let's multiply that by 11 times. Yeah. That's the predicted yeah. average of 5G cell phone protocol. We, we're going into a realm we've, we have no idea what we're doing. Right. Yeah, we really don't. So, but my favorite thing is the more pollution we have, Mm. the more opportunity we have to transform it into beneficial information. I love that. Because remember, nothing's created, nothing's destroyed, everything is transformed. Mm. It just, energy is not bad or good. Mm. It just is, and it's how you use it. So as long as we, as our bodies, have the ability to interpret and have still have access to natural frequencies, so it's like two-part, right, of being yes. able to have access to natural frequencies, so not losing that, mm-hmm. but also being able to, because of that, interpret or know how to utilize and detox mm-hmm. these artificial frequencies or this artificial information, pollution, mm-hmm. we've given a lot of terms, EMFs, you know, all yes. of that. That's what you mean by transform. That's by, what you mean by allowing ourselves to still be connected. So if we're amping up that pollution or that artificial frequency, does that mean that we can then amp up our ability to self-heal? Oh, wow. How do we do now, that? Now we're getting the into ways. the good stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, that's why we're here. That's why we're on this podcast is to learn how each one of us as unique individuals can encourage our bodies you know, in our minds and our spirits into that place of healing, into that place of, of calm and ease. And mm-hmm. I think what we were intentionally created to be when we first landed on this planet. So right. we're always trying to get back to that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We have to be connected. And so when we now are being faced with more of the artificial frequencies, like I said, with this new matrix technology, you're now able to transform that into greater access to the information around you. Now, I have to say one little caveat here yeah. for for people who are extremely electrosensitive. And mm. what are, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, dive into that. Because electros and what's the what's the technical term? Electrohypersensitivity. Mm-hmm. EHS. EHS. Is 
a syndrome that is now starting to be recognized by some medical outfits mm-hmm. as a real... It's like Lyme. It's kind of like on the outskirts. Yeah. But slowly being accepted. Again, when I when in practice, I realized that this was at the crux of all disease because yeah, it yeah. wasn't allowing us access to the information that would allow us to heal. Then, you know, I, this is why I knew I had to do something about actually transforming that information. So we have people that are extremely severe, like the people that I saw. And I, I now work with clients who are so sensitive that they can't live in a home that they're living in their car and desert and, you know, um, and it's, uh, it's so heartbreaking to see how people suffer and they're being told that they're crazy. Of it's course. all in your head. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, it is partially in your head because <laughs> your cranial rhythm Actually, isn't working properly. You're yeah. not getting the proper movement. Oh, oh, um, I'm sorry. I know I'm kind of diverting. Sorry, right. I, I, I like just, rabbit trails. <laughs> yeah, this is a little rabbit trail. Again, the, the cranial rhythm. So... We have two bones on the top of our head, mm-hmm. and they have to kind of um, move like little doors. Just, it's a really, really slight movement mm-hmm. um, that creates that kind of push on the cerebrospinal fluid, mm-hmm. and it has to be at that very particular rate and rhythm to create the proper movement of the, of the cerebrospinal fluid. But that movement within the brain of the cerebrospinal fluid is then influencing two glands, one being the pineal gland. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll go back to. Oh, that's massive. And the pituitary gland. Uh huh. Okay. So the pineal gland is supposed to go up and down, kind of like an elevator. And it has to go through its full range of motion in order to have proper secretion of the hormones. Yes. What are the major hormones? <laughs> One of the major, major hormones that the pineal gland is influencing melatonin. Speaking of rhythms and knowing your time and your place on the earth, yes. So do you know anybody that has difficulty sleeping? (laughs) No, that's not all of my clients' problems. (laughs) I don't know Dehydration, can't sleep, anxiety. Yeah, oh yeah, Yeah. everyone. And there is a big link between melatonin deficiency and cancer. And then the pituitary, yeah, that doesn't produce anything. It's not related oh, no. to the thyroid or the adrenals the or metabolism. Yeah, energy, none of hormones, it, right? stress response, none yeah. of that. Yeah, the sex hormones, <laughs> nothing. Right? Fertility, no. So it has to be moving out of this little cavity in the skull. Um, called the cella torsica and it literally it looks like a little ball dangling on a um a stalk and Mm. it goes in and out of that little cavity in our skull Mm. and it has to do that in order to get stimulated but if the cerebral spinal fluid is impacted by those artificial frequencies and it's changing that rate and rhythm and viscosity yeah you've got compression in the spine Mm. so i mean why do we get shorter as we age we're dehydrated why are we dehydrated because we've had more chances to accumulate toxins it's not because of age yeah it's just because of time and dehydration we're speaking about is at the cellular level like this isn't just oh i'm thirsty Right. It's which I mean it is, but it this is deep, deep down. Yes. Something that takes a while to regain, come back from. Yes, although we have ways to help to increase mm-hmm. hydration 
fairly quickly. And so, okay, I got off on the rabbit Go hole. back to hyper, yeah, just those that are um, electromagnetic hypersensitivity. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so I've seen all sorts of different kinds of responses. And a lot of people out there are like, they don't know that they're sensitive because they're just experiencing the symptoms that could be tagged to anything because they're general symptoms. Right. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about some of the symptoms of what that looks like? Yeah. I mean, the most, one of the most common is, um, insomnia, Mm -hmm. mood disorders, Mm -hmm. anxiety, depression, Um, also a big one too, is when you're disconnected, you're just kind of, you don't know where you're supposed to be. Hmm. Like apathy or just confusion? It can be, it can be as minor as confusion to as much as like full blown, like people become so sensitive that they feel like they don't belong in the world. And we've actually linked it to many cases of suicide. suicide. Oh, and that's just increasing daily. So oh, wow. it can have infertility. I mm. mean, there's a major link with infertility mm. there. Um, cardiovascular, um, some other things are, you know, cognitive dysfunctions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, I can't, where did I put my keys? Did you see them? Yeah. <laughs> memory know? and ability to recall and brain fog. Okay. Yeah. See, these are all symptoms that I feel like everyone experiences and it's just the new normal. Right. But perhaps it is in a way the new normal because of these artificial frequencies that we are not dealing with. Exactly. Or I would say most people have no idea. There's no awareness around this. And so even the idea of needing a solution is like new. So, and so, I mean, this is exactly why we're doing this podcast, right? Is to bring awareness that, you know, we don't like to focus on the problem. We talk about the problem so Mm -hmm. that people can understand, uh, why they need a solution, Mm -hmm. um, and how the solution that we're bringing, how it works, how it works and how it's completely different than anything else out there. Yeah. And to speak a little bit to those that are, this is like a brand new topic and their minds being blown right now to go back to some of the basics, like what are the top uh, emitters of artificial frequencies? Obviously your phone is a big one, but like a big one that I'm really passionate about is baby monitors, Uh, which I, we have a lot of young new moms that listen to this podcast Mm. and I'm, (laughs) my heart always breaks when I hear, yeah, bless you. (laughs) Bless you on your journey. (laughs) And sleeplessness. (laughs) Yeah. We see you. Um, you know, the idea of, you know, it's, it's not even a question of everyone just, oh, of course I have a baby monitor. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, please no. Um, you know, what are some other things? And, and maybe if you, if you want to speak to baby monitors and, you know, the impact on different, uh, ages, age ranges of Mm -hmm. electromagnetic frequency, how that impacts you at different times in your life. Like that's a whole nother thing we can dive into real quickly. But, um, I, this is such an important topic. I just don't want to leave any stone unturned as much as possible, but are there any other devices that you would bring to people's attention? Your laptops, your tablets. I mean, now speaking of, you know, age ranges now, every kid by the time they're five years old or like working on a tablet at school yeah or watching their mom's phone in the car which I mean again we hear you moms like we're not (laughs) yes we're not judging you but just be aware of what's going on what that's emitting to your child right 
Uh, so again, not to be scared of it, we can how transform, can you transform it. it. Yeah. yeah how let's can you transform it? it and, and actually now your child can benefit and yeah. you can benefit. You can have a break and your child can benefit. Yes. <laughs> Win-win. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Please do watch that movie. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's other issues with (laughs) with that, but, you know, in moderation. Right. Um, And, um, you know, Wi-Fi routers. mm -hmm. Um, So these are all, and then just even um, ambient, like how do you protect yourself while you're on the go? Oh, yeah, around other other people's devices Mm -hmm. or... Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. So ideally, we want to... we want to harmonize at the source mm-hmm. of the of the artificial frequency. Mm. So meaning it's always best to like put it directly on your phone, your Wi-Fi router, tablet. your tablet. But if you don't have control over your environment, then, you know, there are ways to protect yourself. Um, actually, multiple ways to protect yourself. Yeah. And, and transform those ambient all around you bombarding frequencies. Yeah, which I know you have a lot of those tools, so we'll mm-hmm. have to talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But oh, you can, can you use like the, um, the U-Matrix 5G on things like a baby monitor or a laptop or... We actually de- developed a new tool <laughs> called the U-Matrix Tech, mm. and that is for laptops and tablets primarily i would have to look at baby monitors um so we have the technology to transform yeah. those frequencies as well mm-hmm. um we also have a a non uh, we still have a ceramic version of oh, the okay. wi-fi router um, and that's how they started out before yes. you had the the patches that you could put on right device so but now the tech and um we actually just transformed a biological dentist's office we transformed using the tech they have a ultrasonic cleaner or scaler Mm. i'm sorry to the dentists out there in the world (laughs) that i may be using the wrong terminology but um we use that for a, a client who um this biological dentist was seeing who's who has electro hypersensitivity mm-hmm. and she she couldn't um really have that tool used on her before mm-hmm. and she did from reports we hear that um from the dentist that that she did really well oh that's amazing that. so yeah i mean a lot of people because they don't feel it mm-hmm. you know so in this case some some people are so sensitive that they come in contact with the artificial frequencies and they literally, their whole body starts burning. They wow. feel like the, they want to just peel their skin off because it's on fire and oh, how itching, burning, constant. Like nothing... Um, relieves it. Relieves it. And it's... Um, wow. So we've been able to see that start to dissipate with using these tools. Amazing. Um, and, and sometimes if you are um, that sensitive... It means that the body has been offline for a long time. Yes, the biology yeah, hasn't been time. accessing that information for quite a long time. And why is that? I mean, we always get, well, why am I affected, but my spouse isn't? You know, mm-hmm. and we live in the same environment and we're exposed to the same things and we eat the same food and, you know, and 
there's so many different factors that can be involved in that, you know, especially like women, women mm-hmm. tend to be more sensitive because of our biology, literally. Yes. Yeah. And we have a more complex hormonal system mm-hmm. as my, my partner <laughs> likes to say, it's not complicated. It's just more complex. <laughs> That's very gracious. <laughs> yeah. And, and so there can be, you know, people can come into this world with, I mean, we call it genetics, but really it, it can just be that you're talking you're carrying a, a larger toxic load from that, day one. Yes. Yeah. And so your, your bucket is more full mm-hmm. than others. And, yeah. um, you, it doesn't take as much to put those people into crisis. Yeah. So yes, again, gut wrenching when you see people suffering and they mm-hmm. look perfectly fine, right? They mm-hmm. don't, they're not like blown out and in, all sorts of crazy skin conditions or mm-hmm. in, um, they don't look sick. Oh, that's the hardest. Yeah. You no. Know? In fact, they look pretty well mm-hmm. and people are like, you're whatever. So you're making this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I think been the hardest part for people is, is they're like ashamed of it too. Mm. So how do we bring awareness to it? And, and, you know, for people who are extremely sensitive, they may not be even able to listen to the podcast, right? Because they don't own yep. a laptop or phone or no. tablet. And we tell those people, you're better off actually having a phone that's protected or a laptop or tablet that's protected. Mm-hmm. And we actually do now have, outside of us saying that, we had a client who, who said, you know, you know, I love your tools, um, but I really want to be able to like show proof to people, mm-hmm. my friends and, and, and things. And she's like, how do I do that? <laughs> so we suggested that she find this kind of uh, testing, um, somebody who could do this certain kind of biological testing. And she was able to actually in um, Oakland. Oh, okay. there was a There was somebody who could test. And it was a blind test. And so she was being tested with her cell phone that was protected and um, not protected and then no cell phone. Mm. Okay. So not even having this, just like normal. Right. So she didn't know what was what. She didn't know if there was a phone there. Yes. So yes. Yeah. Blind blind test. test. So the, the test came back that her biology functioned more efficiently with a cell phone that had um, our previous device on it because yeah. this was we oh, just okay. launched yeah. you, the previous we, generation. Yes, we just lost, launched Umatrix 5G. That her biology functioned better mm-hmm. with the device on it. Wow. Than with no phone whatsoever. So it's actually looking at if we go back to one of the very first things I was talking yeah. about about that spin of the electron and the hydrogen and that it releases biophoton mm-hmm. okay that biophoton meaning the really the energy of life mm-hmm. that's what animates everything yeah so it's this um, instrumentation that she um, was tested on is showing in different realms that that biophoton activity oh wow okay so yeah wow all the way at that level. I love it. Mm-hmm. So really at the, you know, the quantum level. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that brings up a whole nother can oh. of worms. <laughs> so uh, the other big question we get asked, right, is, well, 
okay, you, yeah, how can you measure it? Mm. Because measure if, the effects or the without or just like, outside of feeling it, like yes, or the phone, right? Mm. Let's just take the phone because it's the easiest example that almost everybody has. Yeah, and um, a lot of people carry around meters mm-hmm. to test EMF meters. Yeah, yes, yeah. Well, it's not going to Shift change to those readings when because um, it's not blocking them right. or it's not. It's still using them technically. Yes, and the technical frequencies are still there. So that two-dimensional wave that allows your phone to capture, you know, receive information, yeah. give off information, is still there. It's not like your phone just stops working. Because mm-hmm. technically, if you blocked, yeah, if you your had like a full work. Faraday cage, you are like locked inside, and yeah, <laughs> yes, blocking everything. Yes, and. It's because we're working on the biological level, which is at the quantum size. And unfortunately, there is not a device that is readily available mm-hmm. you need to like anyone lab to do this. Yeah. Anyone who can just read how it changes the, mm-hmm. the frequencies, right? Yeah. So um, but we can show it by just by through water. Mm-hmm. This is how we do it in-house. Oh, okay. So again, biophotons. So we did take a sample of water that is, it contains the 92 essential illegal elements. Literally, if we had 91, life as we know it would not exist. Oh, So these are the 92 illegal elements that created life. Where did that come from? Out of the ocean. <laughs> water. <laughs> yes. Um, so that is the essence the true essence the um, of life. Yeah. And um, so we tested the phone with and without and prior versions actually because this is I mean we've been yeah we've had several different versions now this is actually our um, third industrialized version. Mm. We actually had multiple we actually had multiple versions before that even. But um, because Pierre has been producing tools since the late 80s. Wow. Okay. So this is a longstanding invention. I'll use that word. Yes. Technology. Yes. Um, And it's, you know, very, it is the science of science. It's the science of science. Yeah. And the science of truth, really. Yeah. Because we can't, we can't alter nature, right? Mm -hmm. Nature needs to express itself. Although man is trying to do its best to <laughs> change how nature works. So with that testing. So you take the 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 water that kind of represents our the fluids of our body. Okay. And since artificial frequencies are how they create their chaos and disturbance in our bodies mm-hmm. through, primarily through the water. So you we tested it with a device that can show biophoton activity. Oh, okay. Okay. And we take a measurement of just the water by itself. And with so the we, artificial frequencies interacting with it or just, present? Just by itself. Just by itself. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it is actually in a protected space. So we're, we're transforming some of those other influences. Got it. So we can get kind of a... A true control. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we get a baseline Mm -hmm. of where we're at. So that has a fairly high biophoton activity, although because the machine 
to test it is using electricity, right? Mm-hmm. You see it starts off super high and then t- takes this major dive. Oh, And then it kind of comes up and regulates a little yeah. bit. Um, but, Rebalances. But because, um, because that introduction of the actual electricity. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay. And it's pretty instantaneous. So And then so we measure that out for a period of time. And then we took that same sample, we didn't take a new sample, and placed it on an unprotected phone mm. and called it from outside of the lab mm-hmm. so that there wasn't another cell phone yeah. <laughs> in the mix. Um, and you see a sharp decline in the biophoton activity mm. of the water. And it remains low, it doesn't rebalance. Right. Got it. And then introduce the... You matrix. Yes. Well, at the, the time, and, yeah. at the time, yeah, the previous <laughs> yes, name. Yes. Um, and then we see the biophoton activity of that same sample that we've been mm-hmm. using from the beginning go up to the same levels at which it actually was prior to the machine, you know, like oh, at the very beginning. that big like drop in the it beginning. Went, it went oh, more. It went higher. It went higher than it when it was just the water by itself. Wow. So again, illustrating that the, the biological the biological function wow. is better when you when it's getting access to the information that it needs. Because mm, again, it just opened up that portal outside of that room even to bring in the natural frequencies. Right. Wow. Because okay. these aren't closed. I mean, yes, Faraday's cages will close off everything, yeah. including the the natural and the artificial yeah. frequencies. But outside of that... Um, Walls and things like that aren't yeah. truly blocking frequencies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that are creating more shielding, but mm-hmm. again, we don't want to shield from it because yeah. when you try to shield something, you're just inviting it to create more resistance. Explain that. So, um, cause I think of like, when I first entered into this, I was like, okay, I'm going to get like a blocker on my phone. I'm going to get all these things to help mm-hmm. protect myself. But then, yeah, I hearing you talk about that, how it amplifies it. <laughs> I was like, Oh no. Okay. Yes. Um, so kind of break that down for us as we just thinking about listeners that are looking at tools or ways to support their laptop, their phone, all these different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And all of these, all of the uh, solutions that we provide work on the same concept. Yeah. So it's just that the, the cell phone is uh, using different frequency spectrum than your Wi-Fi router is using different than your electrical. Then that's why you, so need, you need a different, different device tool. that can like speak to that language. Exactly. That frequency. So going back uh, all the way to the, the, the baby Russian. monitor or, Oh, the Russian. Yes. yes. So see, I, I told you I'd tie it all back. Yeah. Right? So yes, we've got the instant Russian translation. I mean, my translator. Yeah. <laughs> we've got, so my working. Wi-Fi is Russian. My phone is French. My laptop is German. Got it's it. It's a universal <laughs> translator, right? Depending upon what Love the tool it. is. Okay. Yeah, so that's super helpful. So, so because I'm thinking, like, for those that are aware, like, there's so many tools out there with oh, Blue yes. Shield and just all these different, you know, Safe Sleeve. And I'm a big fan of all of them before I kind of learned about this information of, okay, next level, mm-hmm. how do we actually utilize, especially with 5G that's rolling in? You know, mm-hmm. we really truly can't block. So, we either need to transform or figure out a way to harmonize with it. Yeah, and this is what we're doing. And it's, it's we have lots of different examples and 
I don't want to take all of Patrick's examples, but... Um, the, oh, yeah, your yeah. partner that yes. we will have on. <laughs> yes. But one that we oftentimes um, talk about is the corkscrew, mm. like the wine bottle opener, right? Mm. If you try to take the wine bottle opener and just stab it into the cork... Which I have tried. It's not I mean, good. No. It's <laughs> Half the cork breaks off, goes into the wine. Ugh, your, and then your wine is Your like, friends are not happy with you. It's no, not pretty. And then yeah. the wine is just... Ugh, oh, it's oh, destroyed. Yeah, it's... Yes. So, which is artificial frequencies, right? Okay. They're just like... It's (laughs) Jesse stabbing the the cork instead of elegantly grabbing a... Versus... A wine bottle opener. That corkscrew, proper corkscrew, you know, allows you to remove your obstacle to your beautiful wine. And it's that spiral action again. Yes. It's that spinning that allows you to easily remove it and now it doesn't become a resistance point other uh, about how it works uh, another illustration that i like and this is going to date me a little bit but we (laughs) used to have radios that you would actually have to physically turn a knob to tune in Mm -hmm. so you're trying to tune into that station or that melody that you just you love and it just makes you you know take that deep breath and feel good and and feel peaceful right Mm -hmm. it creates that calm because music has a way of doing that well in order to do that, you go through a lot of static, right? Mm-hmm. So that static is like the artificial frequencies. Mm-hmm. Now we're tuning in and we are receiving, we're tapping into the frequency, the harmonious frequency that we want. Mm, that puts our body at ease. That's what... That's what the matrix does. Mm-hmm. Helps you tune in. Oh, I love that analogy. But is the static still there? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're not blocking it. You're just not, you're again, your body isn't, I'm going to always think of the squirrel. You're just bringing that. It's almost like you are, you are in a way blocking it because your body is not focused on that. Well, you're, is it, or is it that you know how to process it? Yes. Okay. Now you know how to process that, that toxin. So you are still receiving it. You are, it's, it's also, again, if you, if you know what's coming at you, now your biology you can knows what to do with it. Got it. And it knows how to actually adapt to it and address it mm-hmm. and move it out. Yep. Yeah. And I think we were saying this earlier. I, I, we're so in agreement on this that when our body is in its healthy, harmonious, calm state, it can handle just about anything thrown at it. Exactly. Anything our modern worlds that we would say is scary, heavy metals, you know, chemicals, we we're talking about chemtrails <laughs> earlier, yes. like all these things that our modern world has brought upon us, it's not scary as long as our body is strong enough to handle it. But as soon yes. as our body is not in what I call the calm state, the parasympathetic, that healing yes. state, then we have a problem. Yes. Houston, right? we have a we serious have a problem. serious problem. <laughs> and so this, these tools are amazing because it's putting us in that state where we can properly handle, we can properly heal. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, and self-regulating. And this is why I wanted you on this podcast. I normally don't, I haven't done like a use this product kind of podcast, but yes. that's not really what this is about. It's about informing about the situation for one. And then two, 
to not panic and, and what we can do. And, and it's another tool to bring you into that healing state within this modern world and not having to run away or become this crazy biohacker. I mean, you can, but you don't have to, you know, you can, it's very simple. It's one step. It's putting a something on your phone, on some devices, just, and just having that awareness and, Mm -hmm. and inviting others into that space as well so they can experience it too. So this is why we're excited to share this with you because we are wanting to launch this you matrix movement. It's like you now have the ability to structure your internal and external environment. Mm. And as we are having that one plus one plus one does not equal three, but is exponential. We mm. can grow this harmonious, the the being able to tap into these harmonious frequencies, these natural frequencies around the globe. And we can really also mm. then allow the earth. The earth itself to, to regenerate. To be self-regenerating, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... That's the true call that I think we need and not to put down, you know, what everyone's into. It's so trendy right now to be recycling and avoiding Mm -hmm. plastic and all these things, which I'm all for. Um, But I think when you really look at it, there's some big questions behind the actual systems of those, those structures. And I love that this is truly going to the core of how does the earth actually work? How does it actually manage itself without us humans trying to be like, well, we got this, we'll fix it. You know, it's like, let's actually just align with what the earth already naturally does, align with what our bodies already naturally do and just flow with that. Yes. So that's beautifully put. Thank you. Oh yeah. So thank you. We're going over and I love it. I just, I want to dive a little bit into your life as a practitioner a little bit more now that you've experienced all of this and building this business that came from you discovering this solution. And, um, we're going to, I know hear more about that from Patrick, but I would love for you to share what your daily life looks like now Mm -hmm. that you have access to these beautiful tools and this new way of perceiving the world and serving your clients. Like what does Mm -hmm. a morning in the life of Dr. (laughs) Mindy look like now as an entrepreneur (laughs) of this massive business that it's just you and Patrick, your partner Mm -hmm. and Pierre, the inventor Mm -hmm. and his son, I believe. is Um, So, I mean the, it was always a family operation. So in, in, 2018, October of 2018, Pierre announced that he was shutting the doors of his 30-year-long business. Wow. And in to be able to bring this um, solutions and startup operations in the U.S. So oh. all of 2019 and, well, part of 2018, but most of all of 2019 was completely moving everything from France to the U.S. and then building out a lab from the ground up and a <laughs> workshop and a facility. And You guys should um, see Dr. Mindy's face right now as she's <laughs> saying all of this. <laughs> it was a uh, big undertaking. Yes, I mean, I had no idea. I thought I... You know, I thought I really knew what hard work was, Um, and this was extremely intense. And then both Patrick and I have day jobs Mm. um, to support us so that the business itself can grow. Yeah. Um, So you're working double time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it was, was such an amazing experience. 
And so now we are, we manufactured a, a lot of the solutions um, here in the U.S. And we are now building. Thank you. Um, very, very exciting. And we're expanding with our with the tools for solutions. So um, what does my typical day look like? I know you often like to ask, what does your ideal day look like? <laughs> um, but my typical day literally is getting up and making coffee. Yes, I still have coffee. That's not necessarily bad if you're... It's organic. Yeah, and if your system's functioning well, then it can be yes, great. And, and it's... I remember a naturopathic school that one of our professors, who was actually one of the founders of, of Bastyr University, where I went, said, you cannot take people's rituals away from them. <laughs> and in Seattle, coffee is oh, a huge ritual. Yeah. Funny enough, I didn't start drinking coffee until I had left Seattle. Oh, interesting. I know, it's bizarre. But anyways, yeah. now it's like, oh, okay. It's kind of just like... And sometimes I don't even drink it until noon. Yeah, it's just the ritual of making it and having that moment. Mm -hmm. I think there's something to the smell of coffee. That's my theory around it because mm -hmm. I've never, I didn't grow up in a family that drank coffee. I wasn't really introduced to it until later. It was more, actually when I went to Europe mm -hmm. and when I was in France, I got on a kick and I was like, I love this now. But my body, and this is what I tell clients too, right, is my blood sugar wasn't steady. My liver wasn't congested. So mm -hmm. I wasn't processing it properly. So yeah. I would get so shaky me and too. it would affect me instantly. So yeah. I was like, okay, that's a sign. I should not be drinking it right now. But yeah, my one, my husband's one fault is that he doesn't drink coffee <laughs> because I wanted to marry someone that would make the coffee in the morning oh, and have yes. that aroma oh, and just breathe yes. it in. And even though I wasn't going to drink it, and I really think that's part of it is that it really kind of wakes up the system mm -hmm. and gives you that. And then the warmth. I think warmth is always great in the morning. Mm -hmm. But And even though I live in Florida, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, it's, I still want it warm. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people have oh, iced I live coffee. in California and I'm like, I want everything warm. Um, I want my, my hot tea. I don't care if it's 98 degrees. <laughs> I know. It's funny. But... It, so I do that and I am then on the most days, I am then instantly on the laptop answering the emails and the <laughs> like talking to vendors or, you know, th things that we need. Just, I had no idea the amount of just nuances in being an entrepreneur and being yeah. an entrepreneur in a space that one is not recognized by mm. general science, even though it is all based in science. Yeah. And, um, because of that, having to literally invent solutions on a daily basis mm. down to like the, like the silliest thing as packaging, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the we designing, just, yes, sourcing, we, yeah, all of that, oh, talking man. to all those people and mm -hmm. then coming up with a vision for it. And mm -hmm. then, um, and still to this day, we have a hand in, um, putting all of the products on the packaging, in the packaging, doing the shipping labels and literally walking them to the post office. That's incredible. So it is a very hands-on um, 
business. And then we are also hands-on making um, many of the tools that aren't um, produced in this you know, you can see this. Unfortunately, your listeners cannot. But this, yeah, she's holding effect. up a, a beautiful, and they have more. You have more tools than we've even talked about. Oh, yes. today, and so I highly encourage those listening to check out the website. And you have more tools than you put on your website, which yes. I know will be coming out. But it's you've shared. It's a long process to get to production, yeah. right? <laughs> so and then, you know, talking to our web people mm-hmm. and our you know, oh, this, yeah. you know, and um, a lot of the stuff we do ourselves and and um also then coming up with the right language it's so nice to do it in this format to inform people to have a conversation mm-hmm. versus when you try to sit down and you write it it's, oh it's so hard emails are the worst it's so and to me it feels so unnatural because once it's written it's so it's two-dimensional that's not nature it can't shift <laughs> yeah. yeah it's there it's there it's done it's permanent yeah yeah yeah, and, emails are tough. And um, so I still answer everybody's questions. So if you're asking questions, please bear with me. I will get to them, I <laughs> promise. So I know. I love bringing entrepreneurs on this one because I'm one and so is my husband. So I have like a passion for that life and knowing and people understanding how hard it is, but also how beautiful it can be, right? right? And uh, so I hear you on that and mm-hmm. I love it's, it's a common theme of just like, yes. it's more overwhelming than I ever thought, but it's also so incredible, the impact when I get to see yeah. the work that I'm doing, what are, you know, if it's, I'm a maker or a, mm-hmm. an educator or whatever it is, a life transformer like you, seeing the effect of my work is, is so worthwhile. Yes. It's, it's a rewarding beyond words yeah. right? to see when you see somebody when you're you're teaching them and you can literally see the light bulb go on mm. in their head and they have like this aha moment of oh my goodness okay now i understand what's going on and i can do something about it yeah. and to be able to give people their power back mm. That's you huge. know to that they can be self you know self-reliant that they do have a choice in their health that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be dictated from outside of them and um and then for mothers for their children they're like you know of course a mother will do a mother's love is the strongest thing ever and, and they will do anything to help their child and when their child is suffering and i've seen it unfortunately way too much yeah um and um, I'll never forget it. Um, we were in a seminar, and there was a mother that brought her son, and he had severe autism. Mm. And I think he was around 13 or 14, and he really hadn't even looked at his mother in seven years. Wow. And... Um, he was just face in his tablet, right? Mm-hmm. That's all he wanted to be interested in. And um, the person who was conducting the summer, because at that point I was still a student, mm-hmm. and I um, witnessed that they put him on a table and they did uh, a treatment. He's really restless to begin with, and then he just saw his body to start ease ease up and relax and even I think fell asleep and 
after the treatment, he looked in his mother's eyes and his mother just, I mean, she started bawling. Oh my goodness. And just like that moment. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting choked up. You know, to yeah. see the the power of the and the ability that when people do get access to the right information, that it doesn't mean that he's cured, right? No, but his body can respond. Yes, and um, and again, the, that was another moment in the early time of learning about all of these tools and this science and technology that I was like, this is what I have to do. Yeah, And wow. um, we do want to be able to provide treatments uh, to people, but again, it's just the two of us, so we have to build yeah. a network that will be able to teach practitioners mm-hmm. and so that we can start getting that, that part mm-hmm. out to people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just, I mean, I... There are so many testimonials that we've gotten from people, and unfortunately, we don't even have time to like get them onto the website yeah. to share with people. True, you know? small business like, life. Yeah, they're like even just like, but they're even random comments that people send and share. And I, another gentleman who um, he had insomnia, very severe for ten years. He put the the phone protection on the back of his phone and he slept and he wow so we didn't know him he was like a friend of a friend and he he talked to his friend and said can I please talk to those people because if it can do this for me he's like I I literally I have not had seven or eight hours in a row sleeping in a decade and I'm finally sleeping just with this little sticker and sticker. yes that's the air quotes going on yeah right now. air quotes patch <laughs> yeah um massive technology and a accessible source yes. <laughs> accessible Ooh, that's good i'm gonna use that <laughs> um and you know and so he's like okay i gotta he had a 13 14 year old son who had been really you know he always loved hanging out with his little brother and then he became a teenager and got a cell phone and Mm. was always on his cell phone and became cranky and you know we can yeah yeah, and detached yeah and and his little brother was so like forlorn and um so this same father put it on his son's cell phone and he started seeing that he was interacting with the family and he was spending time with his little brother again and he wasn't so snippy. And I was like, wow, yeah. Yeah, another woman who, you know, had a, a child who had severe depression and they were trying to treat it naturally without antidepressants and... And, you know, it's an 18-year-old daughter. And uh, I said, by chance, does she spend any time on the cell phone? <laughs> um, it's like that thing is with her 24-7. It's under her pillow, as oh, it is gosh, with yeah. most teenagers, right? Yeah. I said, may I just suggest that you try putting this on the back of her phone? It was about three or four weeks later. I touched base with her to see how they were doing because they were waiting for some other tools to help with their home Mm -hmm. and she said could it be possible that um my daughter's mood could be better just from that 
cell phone thing? I was like, yeah, it's possible. Absolutely. Wow. And so those are the those are the stories that keep rolling in. Yeah, and keep us going and and um the other part about my story that I didn't really share was um nearing the time where I was coming out of um uh, or my transition from moving from Seattle to Santa Barbara was primarily precipitated by the fact that I was going to work in my office in outside of Seattle and as I got closer to the office I would start getting like double vision mm. and then I'd be in my office and I would lose my words I would we had an upstairs and downstairs and my office was upstairs and I would run down to get um, something and I get down there in the like 10 seconds it took me to get there and totally forget what I had come down for and I was in my early 30s, mid-30s. Yeah. All right. So I go back up and I look at my client who I've been seeing for two years and I can't remember their name and I can't remember how to spell simple words. And um, I started looking at what was going on with me and mm. lo and behold, I didn't know it, but several months prior to that, they had put 13 cell phone antennas on the building across the street from the office Mm. and it just so happens that there was the highest amount of radiation in my office of Of the whole building (laughs) lucky you (laughs) wow right where I sat and spent eight to nine to ten hours a day totally transformed your functioning yes so I literally just I said I how I can't take care of people yeah Um, gotta and reset so, yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is where I, you know, really mm. saw the value in that and, and um, you know, saw just a, a glimpse of what my clients were going through with being exposed to these things and how they were feeling. And so I was so fatigued. I couldn't get out of bed. Mm. And I had no motivation. Yeah. And I know you don't know me very well, but for me to not have any motivation <laughs> and drive was like completely antithesis of who I am. So mm. I just became completely apathetic. Mm. Um, thankfully, I was able to come out of that. And then um, as I started using some of these tools and the treatment tools on myself, and then I moved from the West Coast to um, the East Coast, so getting away from some of the geopathic stress and the, the ionizing radiation from Fukushima being in the groundwater mm-hmm. and um, all of these things, yeah. um, my body, uh, and then living in an environment that was harmonized with a whole host of other tools that yeah. our inventor has developed, I completely started to regain um, your health, my health, and yourself. I, you return to yourself, mm-hmm, and was able to get off the the bio you know, the bioidentical thyroid hormones that I had been taking because Mm. everybody, including, I would say, at least 80 to 85% of my patients after, within 18 months after Fukushima had some kind of thyroid issue. Yeah. So, so, you know, I got to experience all of these things firsthand and then also now, thankfully, professionally and see how they're changing people's lives so it's amazing and on your daily you get to have all these tools at your 
Yes. Easy access. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So your daily life is full of all of them. And I know you have, you get like new tools from Pierre, like all the time you get to try out. Yes. She was showing me some beautiful, really incredible tools that hopefully will be coming out sometime for us, us outsiders. (laughs) Yes. And we're, we're literally building them ourselves, Patrick and I here in the U.S. So, um, yeah, through that new lab you created and everything. That's so exciting. Yes. And I know you guys are doing a lot of lab testing that's mm-hmm. being done over in France. So you're managing that on a day-to-day basis. And you've just got a lot on your plate. Yes. Thank yes. you so much for coming in and yeah, just you. sharing your story. And and also this incredible, this really unknown aspect of our health and, and how we can not be scared of it, but transform it, utilize it to come back to that state of ease for ourselves and then to open up and share about your story and the journey you've been on to get here and we're all behind you keep going forward with this movement I'm so excited for what's coming for you matrix and just for us as as this technology grows so thank you so much for the work you do each and every day goodness thank you yeah making this accessible to us it's huge yes and and with people like yourself who are wanting to find the truth we are we are so thankful for you Jesse mm. so yeah. um, well I know this community will be so grateful for what you're sharing and yeah we're just excited for it so <laughs> thank you again for coming on and I can't wait to have your partner on as well to dive more into some of the technological aspects of yes. it and all of the the deep deep science behind it all but yes. um thank you for introducing us and just coming down I so appreciate you thank you thank you so much for having me well my friends wow what an episode I hope that you are able to sit with a lot of this and absorb it. I know I was trying to be a sponge through this whole conversation, just receiving everything that Dr. Mindy had to say, as I've been an admirer of of Umatrix and a user of their products for over a year. I really wanted to understand at an even deeper level uh, what uh, was happening with these artificial frequencies. I always knew they were not beneficial, but to have her break it down the way she did, I'm so grateful to her. So may this conversation always be an anchor for you to come back and listen. And for those of you that are craving more, uh, a deeper understanding, uh, even more science behind it, I will be, as I mentioned in the podcast, having Dr. Mindy Beck's co-founder, Patrick, on to go even further with this. So keep an eye out for that upcoming episode. Um, It'll be a doozy as well, (laughs) but it's so, so good. And I'm just so grateful that Dr. Mindy was willing to come on and share her wisdom with us today. So I just want to connect you to Umatrix. As I said, this this podcast is not about pushing products, but it's about cultivating that state of authentic calm. And I got to be honest, these are the only products that I've found that are doing this work for us when it comes to artificial frequencies that are really, really economical. There's some great other options out there, but you know, 
they're they're a little bit more of an investment. So so this is a great first step for really anyone that wants to start harmonizing this environment. So head over to their website, umatrixit.com or follow them on Instagram at umatrix underscore IT. At the very least, I would watch their movements and their company because they're just going to be releasing more and more tools for us to cultivate that state of ease and rest within our body and in our minds and uh, their intentions and their their passion is so pure. This is a heart-filled company that is trying to offer a solution to a hurting world. So I invite you to get behind them on this and uh, and if not, to at least check them out. But uh, going forward, I, I hope that um, we are leaving you in a state of ease, knowing that there are options, there are solutions, and that uh, it's not hopeless. So that is always my goal is to, to leave you in a state of ease. And so I hope you find yourself there. If there are any questions or anything that is still lingering in your mind, feel free to reach out to myself or to Matrix, to Dr. Mindy Beck. As she said, she answers all the emails. Uh, it's very personal. So we're here for you. Please don't live in a state of fear. This is not something that should be keeping you up at night or, or stressing you out. So may you find calm and ease around it and feel free to use us as needed. So I'm sending you all love today and uh, looking forward to our next episode. Thank you for joining me today. If you wish to hear more episodes or show your support, please leave a review and share with those you love. Let's cultivate authentic calm, not only in ourselves, but in the world around us. To learn more about my specific giftings, holistic method, and digital practice, visit MariflorWellness.com and hop into the newsletter for a free guided recording of my entry-level breath exercise. I'd love to start or finish your day with you, inviting you into slow, easy breath and guiding you into a place of restful ease. Until next time, sweet friend, make the time to cultivate your authentic calm.